Hello and welcome. We are back with another podcast about truth and spectacle. I'm Alex Mecklenburg and I'm a creative coach and here with me is... Ivan Pulse, who's a creative director and a co-founder of Truth and Spectacle. It's been a while. There has been a pandemic between the last podcast and this podcast. And also it's a beautiful day and we are sitting in the garden. So apologies for any background noises, dogs, aeroplanes, bees. It's just all part of life. Part of the backyard. So the reason why we wanted to run this podcast today is because we've been quite busy over the last one and a half years. And um, we started to do gigs in a way that we probably didn't anticipate it when we set up the organization. And now is the time that we had time to reflect on this. One of the areas we thought was, how do we do our work? We had a lot of conversations with organizations around brand. We helped a lot of organizations understand their own brand better, build it out and enable everybody within the organization to talk about that brand and to represent that brand and um, to grow that brand. And we've been wrangling with how we call that. And I think today is a little bit of a reflection on the background of where we ended up. Ivan, where did we end up? It's become more about coaching. How do you get more people to uh, use their creativity in an organization? You know, I suppose if you go back to fundamentals, like what is a brand? My simple approach to this is it's a collective story that helps a group of people achieve a common goal. A brand is usually an organization. Yes, they're personal brands, but in, in our context, it's usually a group of people who, are, who come together to do work. And in order to achieve their goal, they need to tell the world and themselves a, a consistent story and express it beautifully. That's all a brand is. Absolutely. And, and that's Max. And Max deeply agrees with that definition. So one of the things that we started to play around with if a brand is really a collective story that allows people to be together around a thing, whether that is an organization or a product or a service, then helping those people to develop that story, to understand the many stories that are already existing within that organization, help them look at the many stories and help them select and craft that core story, if that is what we do, then actually a really easy way of describing what we do is we could say we are story coaches. We help organizations understand the stories that already exist in the organization, make them visible to everybody, create alignment and agreement on what is the core story, and then enable people with tools to be able to tell that story in the best possible way for what it is that they want to do. Organizations are far too complex for just three or four people to control the narrative. And there's also your internal audience, your external audience. It just spirals out of control. Uh, I looked up the, the definition of brand experience on Wikipedia once. Uh, it's about, I don't know, seven lines long and incredibly academic. It's too complex. So we have to do it together. You can't give the responsibility to, just to a small group of people. I am a creative director. I do like to think I'm the creative director of a company of people, not a studio of people. 
who work within a company. It's in a, it's a fundamental like um, shift because I I help everyone be creative. And what I've found just doing this this work day to day, not even just through workshops, is thinking of myself as a coach seems to get a much better reaction out of people. That I'm not directing them, I'm not their boss, uh, I'm not their bully uh, telling them that they used the wrong logo, although sometimes they really, really have. Um, it's more about kind of helping people tell the story and including so many more people into the fun of building a brand. Like the enjoyment of a big company is that you get to do this together. My background as a coach um, is quite interesting here because one of the core objectives of coaching is to build accountability. And if you coach teams, it's all about building shared accountability. And if you then translate that onto brand coaching, it is about building shared accountability around one story, around one brand, not calling up one department and asking them to tell that story to that client, but being able and comfortable and confident to tell that story right here, right now, yourself. If you work from a principle of inclusive creativity, and why is that important? Because creativity is really the engine of a business. It was founded with a clever idea. There was a lot of creativity that went into the product and then you know, out it goes into the world. And you got to keep that creativity moving along. However, uh, because of the, the dumb name of creativity, it starts to become siloed. And a thing called the brand gets parked off in the marketing department, which is a very dumb place for it to be because the brand is as much, if not more so, the service or the product and the experience that people have with that as it is with the marketing materials that they see or a website that they read. Growing that out, including everyone in that responsibility, is fundamental to being able to scale, to move at speed, and learn. We all see different parts of the work we do and how people react to it. And that feedback, the confidence to feed that back into the system and to suggest changes is, is not something that just comes naturally. We're not taught this. So it, it is something that a coach needs to enable. And actually, when I go a coach, what I actually mean is lots of coaches. That's actually one thing that we started to realize that by coming into an organization and working with the people in that organization, really what we do is we help people in the organization who are up for that become the coaches for this. Because as much as we love organizations, we don't want to work with them until the cows come home. <laughs> um, we see ourselves as instigators of change. And we believe that there are so many people who can do that job just as well as we can. So what we're doing is we're really bringing a methodology into the organization, no magic. And once people understand that methodology, understand what it means to be a brand coach, a story coach. And these coaches could sit in loads of different departments within the organization. They can then help build continuously that confidence and that learned experience for people. One thing is going to be really important as with all areas around shared responsibility, 
there needs to be a clear understanding about what does good enough look like? Yes, people will make mistakes. Yes, maybe, you know, that PowerPoint presentation has the wrong logo on it. But in the scheme of things, enabling a space where people can reflect on that and learn from that is probably considerably more helpful than telling people off and get them to never ever try to make that decision again because they're deeply scared. That doesn't scale. Alex, you're right. It's about getting the those champions, the people who have the, the most confidence to, to share that knowledge. It's a dialogue though. So when someone uh, does, let's say, for instance, create a PowerPoint and they have used the wrong logo, that they haven't actually just hidden it away and never shown anyone. What they did was shared the presentation before they showed it to a client, for instance, and going, is this cool? And then a coach helps them be better than like kind of explains what they got wrong, helps them fix it. And then they, the next time they don't have to ask again. I think that's one of the interesting things from my sports background is uh, you can, you, once you've learned the skill, you move on to the next one. Once I've got the confidence of uh, either what correct um, product language to use, what um, correct core story elements to tell, like how do I write this in an email? What's the right tone of voice? Once I've practiced that and I feel confident doing it, I just do it myself. The other thing I can do is I can help the person next to me. And that's, that, that's when the organization becomes really powerful. It's, it's this idea that it is our brand story. We all have a fair grasp of it. I might not want to write copy. That's okay. Uh, I might not want to make design. Perfectly cool. But you do have enough of the grasp of the fundamentals to know when something looks wrong and to ask for help. And that the help you get is not judgmental, but empowering. And there are some really simple tools. Um, Ivan, I loved what you said to me earlier on when we had coffee, that in one of the organizations that you work, they've created a brand coaching Slack channel. So it's an open space where people can upload um, maybe a piece of creative, or they can just check in to say, this is what I want to tell a customer. Does that sound right? And people can comment on it. And those champions who feel very engaged around that are helping people. And what it does, it builds not just knowledge, it really builds confidence because it is a conversation rather than somebody telling you what to do. I love that. I think that's a great idea. And I'm probably going to nick that idea and introduce that in one of the companies that I'm working with. Yeah, that's, that Slack channel has worked surprisingly well. Yeah, I think the biggest change moving from a brand department, brand experts, brand consultants to a methodology of coaching and co-ownership of the brand is that everybody in your organization is comfortable, understands the core of the story, and then owns their own storytelling, whether that is how they represent the brand um, in a service or how they introduce themselves to clients, how they react in social media channels. So I think what we are really delighted about are, is that the feedback we get is you help us not only shape 
a strong brand story, but actually we're starting to see the whole of the team to be so much more comfortable with that story and excited to be co-owners of that story. And as you said, Ivan, that doesn't mean everybody has to write copy. That doesn't mean everybody has to draw. You can tell that story in many ways, in very small ways and in very large ways. What we've done through the workshops is actually onboarded people to the definitions. Yes. And as soon as everyone who works from different parts of the business, and, and uh, I think the one charity we worked with recently um, where you had someone who worked with funders, someone who worked in the PR department, someone who worked with, uh, with clients, and getting them all to understand what a brand story was and participate in writing it helped them also diffuse the otherness. Yes. That this is not my story or when you say brand, it's a dirty word. Yeah. And I think what worked really well is that what we allowed them to do at the very beginning is to tell all of their own stories around that organization. So we heard service stories, we heard funder stories. And the important thing wasn't that we heard that. The important thing was that the team heard all of those stories. And then the next step was actually really simple because people started to see what connected all of those stories. And that is what we call the core story. And once we helped them shape that core story, wow, we could lean out and people started to tell that story in many ways. It's a very different belief, I think. It's a belief of permission, a belief of accountability, and a belief of shared responsibility. And I think the reason why this is so important now is that we all know that a very traditional top-down leadership doesn't deliver anymore in a world that needs to move fast. And I think... Brand is still at times one of those last parts in the business who are often still very hierarchically organized. Brand is sometimes hierarchical, but it's also sometimes um, siloed. It's the service department. And when the speed gets slowed down is when I have to ask someone else to make something for me that I could have made myself. So there's a frustration built up there. And when we do our our story workshops, it's about simplifying down, stripping away all the excess detail, that all the detail that isn't core, so that as long as you have that core stuff in there, you're generally going to be right. Coaching works, I think, when, when you simplify things down, you get, you get down to the core. What, what are you actually talking about? And that works on a personal level, works on an organizational level. What you're just trying to do is get rid of the distractions. Because if you can keep that cognitive load low, then you can be expressive. I can then sell the story if I'm, uh, I work in BD or I can, or I can articulate it beautifully through design or I can, I can use it in my product development. And I think that's a, a key thing I have seen where brand story principles get picked up by UX team who are looking for something to hold on to. Why is this product our product rather than a copy of someone else? It might feel intangible, but to some people who are sensitive to it, it's massively important. It is the difference of why this company or this organization is different to another one. And 
it also helps you understand your purpose. Why are we here? That is great. And actually, as we were talking, I've just made a couple of notes. So our initial question, why do we suddenly feel more comfortable with an articulation that says brand coaching? Is that yet another buzzword? And I think actually, no. I think what we've just discussed was, A, what coaching enables you to do is to get down to the core to cut down all the noise that is around things. That's what you do when you coach. The second thing is to unearth what already exists and to help people realize that, make that visible and work with that. And then the last bit about it is really to create accountability and responsibility to give people permission to do things themselves and to own them. And translated onto a group of people, as in an organization or a product team, that means that you do that collectively. You have shared permission. You have shared accountability. You also have shared responsibility. And that is really exciting because suddenly you belong to that story and that story belongs to every and single one of you. That's pretty cool. And we're seeing people getting excited about it, regardless in which department they live, whether that is development, whether that is marketing, whether that is service. People love a good story and they love it, especially if they're part of it and if they're allowed and comfortable to tell it the way that they want to tell it. I like that definition. That's brand coaching. If anything struck a chord today, it sounded really interesting or not, and you disagree, please send us a note. You can send us an email or contact us on LinkedIn or through our website. And we look forward to hearing from you because this is stuff that we are passionate about. Uh, we, are, we practice it every day and we want to help more companies uh, and more groups of people get a taste of it because we have fun making things and we want more people to enjoy creativity. On that note, we wish you a fabulous day, a fabulous week. And keep creating. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Ivan. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Rothko. Thanks for listening. This has been a Truth and Spectacle production recorded in a small backyard in E17 London. Thank you to Robin and Richard for their infinite patience and to Max and Rothko for keeping the noise down. 